0: We call ourselves a living lab. You can come and try something in Singapore, and we're prepared to see how to facilitate it from a government perspective.
1: That was Dr. Evan Gui from the Singapore Land Transport Authority speaking to Professor Graham Curry about innovation in on road transit research. You're listening to Researching Transit, and I'm Laura Aston. Researching Transit lets you listen in to conversations with the world's leading public transport researchers as they share new knowledge aimed at revitalizing public transport systems. Researching Transit is brought to you by the Monash University Public Transport Research Group. You can subscribe to our show in the usual channels or stream from our website, ptrg.info. Connect with us on Twitter by following Transit Podcast or email info at ptrg.info if you have any feedback on our show.
2: Hello and welcome to Researching Transit. I'm Graham Curry. I'm here at the Nanyang Technological University in Singapore and I'm talking to Dr. Evan Gui of the Land Transport Authority. Evan,
0: welcome to Researching Transit. Thank you, Graham. Uh, It's a pleasure to be on board uh, this program. Um, I'm Evan. Uh, Hello everyone, I work for LTA. I happen to be a PhD student of Graham. Uh, (laughs) My PhD was actually sponsored by the Land Transport Authority. I've been working with the LTA for 25 years in fact. And uh, this is my first job, only job. Uh, I started as a transport planner, uh, doing policies and planning, and then they decided to send me for a PhD. So when I came back, they thought uh, to make good news on my skill set, I, uh, I should set up the transport research division. So here I am today doing research in LTA.
2: What type of research? You've got one focus of your research haven't you?
0: Yeah, um, in LTA we generally divide the research into transit as in rail related and non-rail related. I happen to take charge of the piece that is non-rail, non-MRT in our language. Uh, the town research we do, we do what we call collaborative applied research because as uh, most of you may not be aware, LTA is a statutory board of the government. We are an engineering agency. We build, we design, we implement, we maintain public transport uh, facilities. Uh, so research is not exactly our core business. Um, yeah.
2: that's what you do you do um, encourage research and what's interesting to us in researching transit of course is that you're a very important research user Um, rather than an agency that does research you encourage others to do it so we're very interested in that and the other thing of course is this is singapore which is transport heaven, really. You have (laughs) such a reputation internationally for Mm. being innovative in transport, transport futures. Has research been a very big part
0: of that? Uh, Yes. Interestingly, uh, although the research unit in LTA is not big, but it does play a key role. So what we usually do is that we are what we call the incubator. We will take uh, problem statements from the operations department, and uh, try to source around for researchers to collaborate with us to find solutions to these problems. In addition to that, we are also the one to always be scanning the horizon to look for new ideas, new technologies that we can bring and trial in Singapore. And, uh, And once we find that, then we will again reach out to potential collaborators, even industry players, to come in and try and do a proof of concept and then see how we can carry on to operationalize it.
2: So how come Singapore seems to be doing more innovative things than anybody else? Is there some body at government wants you to be ahead of the game more than anybody else?
0: Well, the, the current government is uh, very into research. In fact, uh, we have a national research foundation where the chairperson is none other than our deputy prime minister. He personally oversees research activities uh, in, in Singapore context, in particular related to the public servants. The idea here is that uh, because we are small, we always need to make sure that we we come up ahead of the game. And research plays a role. The government encourages research by providing funding, creating the quite conducive environment. And in a certain way, we we call ourselves a living lab. You can come and try something in Singapore and we are prepared to see how to facilitate it from a government perspective.
2: Fantastic. So because you're non-rail research, and of course you cover more than just public transport, it sounds from a public transport point of view, which is what we're interested in this podcast, (laughs) that you really are covering buses and maybe first last mile access to stations.
0: Uh, Yes. So if you're talking about public transport, then obviously buses and uh, first last mile uh, mobility is what we are looking at under my division. We also look at things such as drones, for example, that covers freight as well and uh, maintenance and of course related issues yeah. But that
2: of course as all public transport researchers know is the boring side of the world (laughs) and public transport's the interesting stuff. So tell (laughs) us what sort of well bus related research Mm. has been underway what is what sort of work have
0: you been doing? Um, In LTA because uh, you know our buses our bus fleet is about uh, 5005 it takes easily four million trips a day Buses is a very important component of our public transport uh, ecosystem So we are always on the lookout to look for better ways to to move the buses around In this case, because we are such a dense environment The current focus is to see how to move the buses away from the current diesel buses to uh, to greener options such as electric buses, even hydrogen fuel cell So we have brought 60 electric buses to trial We are on the lookout for hydrogen fuel cell bus trials yeah.
2: Fantastic. And so your role really is to encourage participation in research by those that do it, like the university sectors. What sort of things do you do to encourage research?
0: So in, in the LTA context, what we do is we do a few things. One, we actually have this close relationship with the university in Singapore. For example, with the Nanyang Technological University where we are now, we actually set up a transport research centre. We also have the same setup with the National University of Singapore, uh, Singapore University of Technology and Design, as well as the Singapore Institute of Technology. Now the research centre is actually what we call the, the, the incubator or the bathing ground for us to work closely with the researchers. They share with us their new ideas in terms of research. We see which are the ones that are applicable to us. We help to tweak their ideas so as to help us address our problem. On the other side of the coin, we share with them our operation needs. And then they carry it back to the university to see whether they is it something that they can work on that's one side of the the dimension on top of that we provide funding government provides funding to support innovative ideas be it research be it trial we're happy to do so and lastly of course as i said in the earlier part of the conversation we create the environment meaning after the research is done we are going to roll it out proof of concept we will be the one to help to find a site for them to run it be it on public bus be on any corridor that they want to trial, the government is prepared to help to see how best we can help to roll this out.
2: Fantastic. I mean, it does seem here that there's more encouragement of this, and maybe the buy-in from your senior people at the highest level seems to be part of the reason that you get this now. Uh, can you talk about any major successes you've had with research in changing practice here?
0: Uh, well, we have done uh, research. Uh, as I said, we we des- we have come up with ideas about purchasing buses. We started with one one bus. Now we decided to buy sixty, and I'm not sure whether you are you are aware. We in Singapore, the government owns the bus assets. So the mere fact that we're prepared to buy sixty and even committed that by twenty forty we will have hundred percent cleaner buses. To me, is an indication that the earlier trials that we have done on the cleaner buses. Is, is a positive um, uh, acceptance by the, the senior management in the government side of the house. And that's why they are willing to do that commitment to purchase more buses. So um, what are the biggest challenges
2: I- in undertaking research in public transport in your area?
0: On one hand, we want to engage the public to make sure that the research we do is aligned with what they're expecting. On the other hand, we have to be mindful that we have to manage the expectation because public, when they see it, they like it, they want it. But sometimes uh, it's not so straightforward from the government side of the house. Now on the research side with the industry with the researchers we have another set of issues. Typically for universities um, they take a little bit more time to do their research but in the case of a public agency when we want to find a solution actually we need it yesterday. So time is usually not that generous on our side although funding is uh, but professors tend to, you know, they tend to say that they need a bit of time to make sure they recruit the right person to make sure that the experiment is conducted properly. So so there's always this dilemma that we're facing, how much time to give the professor versus how much time we need to answer to that problem that we have facing on the ground. Mm. So, so that is the biggest challenge that, that mismatch in terms of expectation and timing.
2: That's an interesting point because... You know, my history was in consulting and there's some great consultants out there. But they, <laughs> they tend to do work on existing knowledge rather than new knowledge. Yes. Um, do you need ex- new knowledge or, or existing
0: knowledge? And do you use consultants? Um, in the LTA context, uh, for the research side of the house, we don't really use consultants because, as I said, we are trying to find new solutions to today's problem so it's a new idea. We're trying to stay ahead of the curve to see what's out there that we can, we can adapt and bring back to Singapore. So we're always looking for something new. Having said so, we do have a lot of industry players coming to us with their new products, sometimes prototypes, but not so much of consultants. Yeah.
2: Yes, and prototypes, uh, do you use universities to help you understand how feasible they are, um, this sort of thing, what sort of uh, roles other than research, do they advise as well?
0: So typically, the way we structure our funds is that we try to make sure we involve the university because we want to make sure there's some form of knowledge transfer. And we see the university as a vehicle, a vehicle to transfer the ideas, not so much of just taking an idea from the industry, but make sure that the idea can be eventually incorporated into the curriculum and prepare the next generation for it. And at the same time, as you correctly pointed out, the university acts as a checker for us to check on what the industry uh, people, when they bring their prototype to us, whether what they're saying is true or not true, correct or not. On the other hand, professors does have some good ideas on how to improve prototypes. So we see it as a win-win situation, which is why we always encourage collaboration between industry and universities. On one hand, university professors have good ideas, but sometimes their ideas are not easily, you cannot commercialize it easily. And that is our problem. Wonderful prototype, Good results, but when you want to scale it up, not scalable. This is where the industry players are coming. So, the two of them have some strengths and weaknesses.
2: So, another interesting observation from my experience of being here is you've done a great job of engaging with the best research groups in the world. I've been here many times and seen some of the best researchers visiting from overseas.
0: Mm. Um, was that an active policy? as a as a rule of thumb as a rule of thumb uh, public servants are encouraged to, to always keep an eye or keep a good uh, view of what is happening around the world we try our best to get in touch with um researchers especially the good ones in their respective fields and there are various platforms uh, created by senior uh, political figures to 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 harness that for example as i said we have a national research foundation and they have brought in uh, Technical University of Munich, they brought in uh, ETH from uh, Switzerland, they brought in MIT, and they created this TUM Create to help to so-called uh, carry out research activities in Singapore. Separately, under different ministries, they have different advisory panels. Uh, and when it comes to advisory panels, Usually this is checked by a parliamentary secretary sort of level and he or she will be looking at uh, top researchers, usually professors from different universities, bring them in, get their views on certain ideas and thoughts about what Singapore is thinking of in the next mile, what are the areas of research that we can engage on. So, so there are various platforms that's ongoing. Overall, I must say it's a collective effort from the whole government to make sure that we always engage uh, at the appropriate level. Having said so, it's also the other way around because we have been doing this for so many years, uh, we have actually built up a little reputation of having very good public transport system. So this is in another way you draw the interest and attention from some of these good professors who when they come by Singapore, they also want to have a chat with us to understand what is the latest in terms of thinking in trans from Singapore in terms of public transport.
2: Yes, so I mean your reputation and what happens is no accident. We've got a wonderfully designed system of engaging with the world of research. You've got some great universities here, an active process to encourage this. Um, so what, uh, what sort of research needs do you have now and also in the future uh, that you're looking, looking at?
0: Um, Singapore, we're always constrained by land. We are very small. Population is still growing. We're 5.7 million now. We are, we are expecting ourselves to grow to between 6.5 and 6.9 million and we have an ageing population. So if you talk about public transport, first and foremost, we need to have a public transport system that is sustainable to meet the mobility needs of easily 6.9 million people, most of them old people. So what are the needs of old people? Aged mobility is very different from the current state of play where most of the people taking our public transport today are able and, 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 and people who can walk and, and you know can see clearly and properly so that's one side the other thing that we think we need to focus a little bit is in terms of improving productivity how do we how can we do research to make sure that we bring the right technology change our processes change the way we do things to help our aging labor force this is this is actually one of the challenges that, that spur us to start looking at autonomous technology because we're running out of bus drivers we're running out of drivers because they are aging and many of them are not singaporean so productivity is another layer of research that we are looking at actively to see how we can use research to to meet up to make up for that shortage in terms of manpower to make up for that difference in terms of you know we have a lot of senior workers as we move along so those are the two big pieces that we think we will need to tackle moving ahead how to meet the needs of an aging Population in terms of traveling and how to how to help our aging labor force in terms of keeping up with our public transport system.
2: So that's a very interesting set of topics there. You particularly raised the issue of automation. Um, Of course, Singapore is quite famous for trialing many autonomous cars. Yes, but I sense quite a big shift here in um, moving towards maybe autonomous on-road public transport. And also, of course, you've already got a lot of experience of autonomous trains. So you already were well experienced in this field.
0: Um, In the field of AV, um, we have seen a lot of uh, countries, cities trying out autonomous cars. We have a few running around. But actually, one of the big difference in terms of AV activity that Singapore is doing is in terms of autonomous buses. I think, Graham, you understand that in NTU, they are actually one of our partners in trialling or testing autonomous capability there's a citron here a center for this uh, autonomous vehicle testing and those are the things that we have put in place to try and help develop capability in terms of testing autonomous technology we are doing that because as i said we're not interested in cars we're interested in public transport with an aging population we can't find drivers we need the bus to self-drive themselves and uh, i must say it is going on uh, it's doing quite well as far as i'm told and uh, we are going to push ahead uh, in the next couple of years to do on-ground on trials, to run it on ground in, in real traffic.
2: Hmm. I've seen a few of these vehicles. Of course these are not the small feeder buses, these are no. full-size vehicles.
0: 12 meter bus, yes, yeah. full-size bus. So it's a very
2: serious uh, alternative to the existing bus system. Yes. Tell me, um, obviously for a city like this, very hmm. congested, a lot of volume, three-door buses because you have such a long dwell time, um, one obvious issue is use of the road space, and some of these these buses are very high volume carriers. Yeah. Um, operating in lanes of traffic with traffic often with only one person in them, in cars. Yeah. So, uh, what does LTa do about uh, research in relation to priority and road space management?
0: Uh, in this area uh, I think you know that we have progressively uh, moved from part-time bus lanes and increasingly we're having more and more full-time bus lanes Uh, space management wise we have previously uh, also talked about re-looking at the road cross-section for Singapore because as we have controlled vehicle population and with promoting more and more active mobility Today, there's a growing need not just for bus movement, but the uh, space for cyclists, space for other forms of um personal mobility devices. And unfortunately, all these are now crammed in a one point five meter footpath. So there has been a lot of um uh, requests for the LTA to relook at uh, road cross section, and this is probably another area of research that's worth taking a look.
2: Mm. Ah well, this this is raised a very important issue. Of course, it's an unsolvable problem, isn't it? You know, <laughs> you're under pressure from all sides and space is limited. Has research at all helped you with this? Are you? Is it a gap in research? Uh,
0: it is definitely a gap in research uh, because the truth is, um, you know, you need something dramatically different to come in to solve the problem since you say that you correctly pointed out there's pressure from all sides. Mm. But as I said, we have some policies in place. I'm mindful that this conversation is about research, but policy does need to come in to help to facilitate some of this, to move it forward.
1: Yes, so, I think if
0: research can't help policy, it's
2: not really helping anything, is Yeah, it, but really? it's,
0: it's, it's two ways, because I can come up with a new road cross-section as an outcome of research, but I do need the policy to support it. Yes. Yes.
2: One other topic you raised, which I think we could talk for a moment about, of course, is your um, clean bus fleet. Uh, electric, you said 50 vehicles? Yeah, 60. 60. So, the um, not a high share of your fleet in total, but a substantial investment to test things out. Yes. Um, so, the electric, electric batteries, uh, what's the
0: range like? Well, as far as we are told, the batteries can go about 300 kilometers. Uh, but bearing in mind, again, the range is dependent on the size of the battery that you fit into the bus. Yeah. The bigger the battery, obviously the bus lasts longer. But what that means is also the bus carries a lot of dead weight. So the 60 buses that we are purchasing comes from three different companies. They use different batteries, different charging technology. The aim is actually for us to see what is the optimal charging solution for Singapore. Because we have feeder buses, we have trunk buses, uh, there are all of different routes, as far as I know, some of the feeder buses can, can, can run as long as one direction, one loop is about 15-20 kilometers because they it, it wiggle around the estate. Some trunk services can go as long as 40-50 kilometers one way. So uh, we, we don't really know what meets Singapore's needs best because uh, apart from the route length, we have this interesting idea, problem of very hot, humid weather. So air conditioning is a must in our buses and aircon drains the batteries. So we have yet to test out fully how, how it goes. Uh, we, we, we buy the 60 buses to see what is best for us in terms of the type of bus, the batteries, and the charging technology.
2: Very practical, very necessary to get solutions like this. Now, um, we're closing, getting close to the end here, so I have to ask you an obvious question here, given that you're really a major research user. <laughs> So here's a difficult question for you. You know what, what should public transport researchers be doing to improve and to help authorities like your own? Um, what what advice could you give to them to do their job better for you, do you think?
0: Um, well, we did say before that LTA being LTA or Land Transport Authority, as we, we call it, um, we are a very operation agency. So the solution we need are solutions that we need in a fairly short amount of time, unfortunately, and solutions must be scalable. So for researchers that wishes to collaborate with LTA, they must be able to, to come up with an idea or solution in a reasonable amount of time. We have seen professors or research institutions submitting proposals that takes four years to complete a research. Sorry, we don't have four years to wait for your research to come. The other thing is that uh, the research, as I said, it must be scalable. So it doesn't make sense to tell us that to build a prototype, for example, costs millions of dollars, and then to realise that when we find the research a success, we want to scale it up, it is not practical. So we are looking for things that really practical, things that's really something that we can roll on the ground quickly. So this is the type of research that we are looking for.
2: Yeah, So you sort of need a researcher emergency response group. <laughs>
0: Well, we did toy with the idea previously when we set up Transport Research Centres. We were hoping that the few research centres we have uh, can be at our back call west and call where we need a solution. Unfortunately, after setting up the centres for five years, we realised that it doesn't quite happen that way. <laughs> there is a close relationship between ourselves and the universities, but sad to say, I don't think universities can come out with research in three months' time, four months' I mean, yeah. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, Evan, thank you very much for joining us on Researching Transit. I really appreciate you coming.
0: Thank you. It's a pleasure. Thank you.
1: You've been listening to Researching Transit, the public transport research podcast. Researching Transit was brought to you by the Monash University Public Transport Research Group. The Public Transport Research Group also runs the World Transit Research Clearinghouse, a free database of all quality published research in the field. This can be accessed at www.worldtransitresearch.info. That's www.worldtransitresearch.info. Get in touch with us on Twitter, Transit Podcast, or via our website, which is ptrg.info, where you'll also find more information about today's show. Thanks for listening.